and welcome back to the One Globe 360 Travel Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Matt from the YouTube channel Two One. Two lads from the from the UK, one YouTube channel. They love adventures, challenges, and discovering new things, and their message is to live outside your box. We connected through the Creator Now YouTube course run by Airac, who is one of YouTube's biggest growing creators. And we're going to be talking all about why we are chasing our dreams and decided to become a part of the Creator Now community, what travel means to us, tips for starting a YouTube channel, the world of content creators and how we think it will evolve, as well as the importance of mental health. So Matt, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast episode. How are you doing? Yeah, thanks very much. This is my first um, like feature on anyone's podcast, so exciting for me as well. Amazing. Well, yeah, just a massive thank you for your time. And it's going to be really interesting to get your insight into sort of all things Creator Now, YouTube, um, all those sorts of topics. So we'll get straight into it. And uh, the first question I wanted to ask is, you know, what are your dreams and ambitions and why did you choose Creator Now to help you follow your dreams? Um, well, I'd say creating content has really been a big dream of mine, not since I was extremely young, um, but since I was probably about 12, 13 years old. Um, and it's been really in the last year or so where I've started to really, really kind of push that. Um, I think as you leave like education, you leave like school and university, you actually realize that if you, if you want to pursue your dreams, you're going to have to start now and you, you like, you have to take it seriously. Um, so yeah, it's really been like a year, like trying to, to really push that. Um, and I think joining creator now is just an element of, you know, taking that risk. There's not, if, if you don't, pay into like uh, picking on your dreams. If you don't invest in growing yourself in learning new things, then um, you will kind of just stay in the same place. Um, so creating creator now for us wasn't really like a risk. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a, a price tag. It was an, an opportunity for us. Um, and missing out on an opportunity is far worse than, um, than paying for something and not quite getting what you expected. So for us, yeah, we just um, we've just been going as hard as we can for like the last few months. It's been pretty hectic, but yeah, it's a good opportunity, and we're almost coming to the end now, um, which has flown by. Yeah, it's absolutely flown by, and I love what you say there about it being an investment. You know, an investment in yourself, and you know, yes, it comes with a price tag, but it's the opportunity that it was. You know, I saw I don't know about you, I saw it on Airax Instagram, and I was like, wow, this sounds amazing. Um, and to be part of the first sort of cohort, like I just feel super, mm. super grateful to have been sort of the first group involved because it's just been fantastic, really. The resources available and the community side of it as well. You know, everyone's there to answer questions, whether it's about thumbnails or editing or whatever it may be. It's just a you know really awesome community. Um, and then what generally sort of inspires, you know, you and Dom to, to create content and make videos on YouTube? Do you have any particular channels that you take inspiration from? Um, we just really just want to have a good time, to be honest. I mean, some things we discuss when coming up with ideas or, or whether we're filming is we'd never be doing this unless we wanted to, you know, make a video about it. Sometimes that's a good thing. Like sometimes it's, you know, we traveled to 10 countries in, in 10 days for a hundred pounds. We would never do that. Like no one would choose to do that unless they would were making like a, a series or or doing so, doing it for a reason basically um so in a good sense you know we're we're doing things that we would never do um which is living outside our box you know pushing ourselves 
outside our comfort zone, trying new things, which sometimes can go too far. Like we tried the world's like worst smelling fish the other week. Um, it maybe it was it went down well with the subscribers. People enjoyed watching it, but for us, it was just it it was a bit too far. It was horrible. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we just get we get inspired just by other creators. Like we have um, like the classic um, YouTubers that we watch, like Zach and Jay, uh, Yes Fairy. They're very similar to the kind of audience that we wanna we wanna build, basically. Um, yeah, we, we're just here to entertain, have a good time and, you know, see where it takes us. It's, um, we, we're, we're serious about it, but we don't want to, you know, uh, take ourselves too seriously in our videos. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw you met Max Fosh recently and you did a video about his, uh, his roundabout. How was that meeting Max Fosh? Cause he's really up and coming in the YouTube scene. You know, he did his series recently on running for mayor and everything. So how was that to meet him? Yeah, no, super nice guy. Honestly, he's one of the, those people when you meet them in real life, exactly how how they are in the video, you know? Yeah. Um, that was super cool. Super cool meeting him. We met him for an hour. had a beer with him on uh, at the weekend. Um, but it all came from a video that we made where we we basically made we made a statue, DIY statue, and we went to drop it off on his roundabout. And uh, yeah, kind of got into contact with him that that was a really random idea that was just one night sat on the sofa and we were like you know what what would happen if we dropped off a statue on this <laughs> roundabout and next thing you know we're driving you know three hours away just to you know it's it's, it, it's all a bit of fun like it's the point of making a, a statue for a youtuber and putting it on a roundabout there is no point in that um really apart from having a good time or you know the the challenge basically yeah and I think that's that's true with a lot of the things we make. Um, it just doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And in terms of sort of going back to Creator Now, what would you say you're mainly hoping to get out of the programme? Is it, you know, the community, growth on YouTube, tips and advice? What would you say is the main reason that you're a part of the community? With Yeah, with Creator Now, we just wanted to get stuck in with some other YouTubers. You're with 300 YouTubers who all have the same goal. Everyone's clearly fairly serious about growing their channels, otherwise they wouldn't pay um, such an amount of money for, for a course. Um, so we kind of went into it thinking, you know, we're going to be with all these people, it's going to be intense. And yes, it's been great. We've learned some great things. I would say, um, if you're really serious about YouTube, most of the stuff you would have already known. Um, there's things that they teach which I 100% agree with, like using using the application Notion to to plan your YouTube videos is probably one of the best pieces of advice I could give anyone who's trying to grow you, a YouTube channel. That's 100% what you need. Everyone needs to be doing. Um, so we went into it like that, just you know, see what would happen. But I think one of the the best things that we learn um, or have learned so far is that. No matter, no matter how big your video or how small, you need to be able to produce at least on a weekly or fortnightly basis. And if you can't produce the videos you want, that you want within that time frame, you need to rethink the you need to rethink the type of videos or how you're producing the videos, which is really important. Um, and I think we have we've realised, and one thing we've struggled with over the course of 
of the of creator now is that our ideas sometimes are so big um they're so elaborate there's so many components that to do it every week is just probably not sustainable and and um we're trying to kind of figure out how can we sometimes simplify ideas or how can we create the same structure for every one of our videos not in a boring way that um it's repetitive or, or predictable but how can we how can we be ready just to slot an idea into this framework and just be able to produce the video a lot lot quicker um in the, and that helps with uh, you know when we're filming and that helps in the planning and that helps in the editing if it's all uh, very familiar even if the topic or whatever we're doing is is extremely new or mm-hmm. random yeah so. yeah i think what has also been so cool about you know creating now is not just the community side but like you said the resources available so you know notion for example they're really stressed using notion like you said to really help mm-hmm. and you know i've just started using notion as well and i can't believe i didn't start using it you know sooner because it's so so helpful so for me i've yeah. really got out of it you know not just the the tips and advice and community but the resources have just been fantastic the workshops and you know with logan paul's editor and um you know talking about brand deals and things like that you know i think it's just been you know so such valuable information that you know i'm sure everyone who's part of creator now will sort of take onwards in their sort of youtube uh, you know career as such um and just talking about you know the community side of it you know we're all in different teams you know um i don't know what team you're in but you'll have i'm sure people from all over the world um obviously in all the geneva chats there's just people who are you know connecting and networking from all around the world just how sort of important and how just amazing has that been really for you to be part of a community of people from all over the world yeah i think is we we've got all our teams so basically to anyone who doesn't uh, know what how it works is you get there's 300 people right in creator now and then everyone's in a team of 10 um for the first week it was there was only a few people in the team um but we've managed to get everyone in now and connected through the chat and in the group that um basically we're we're able to get the the, the most points possible because it's all a race at the end of the day isn't it yes yeah. yeah. whichever team gets the most points so I think we're on a good stretch now. Um but yeah, meeting people who are interested in things uh like YouTube is always a, a great thing. Um in in everyday life it's quite hard to find someone who's really dedicated to YouTube as you are. Um so to have 10 people who are all you know all share that that common goal um is great and it's it's also really interesting just to see, you know, what type of channels people have, you know how how it's not just everyone wants to be a vlogger everyone has their own interests but um the whole mechanism and um the whole interest in youtube is still shared is still mutual with with whoever you are no matter where you are or or what type of videos you want to create so yeah it's been really good uh to kind of just have a community build up and basically have the community built for you is is the best part yeah 100% and I guess linking to that, you know, connecting with people from all around the world, I want to sort of talk a bit about travel now and just find out, you know, how important is travel to you and obviously to your channel as well? So travel, I would say we took um, probably probably our first videos were filmed um, on this trip that we took uh, where we we basically travelled 
to 10 countries for 10 days for only £100 on travel costs. Um, and the, the idea was we're, we're launching this channel. We're going to go away for, for 10 days. We're going to shoot uh, a series about basically the whole, the whole trip. Um, split that into three parts. And then whilst we're on the, on the trip, we're going to be in different countries. We're going to be in Paris. We're going to be, you know, in Hungary, Budapest, all these places. Um, we can also film individual videos mm -hmm. in each city. Um, so we basically spent 10 days in Europe. And I think we came out with six videos all filmed. Um, that's a, an amazing turnover of filming like today's like six out of 10 six videos in 10 days is, is amazing. We haven't ever replicated that before. Obviously, we hadn't edited it. Um, but there's, that was the that was the plan. We, we wanted to come in with a lot of videos so that we could, you know, we could um, kind of stutter them for the following weeks, so that we wouldn't have to refilm and we could for six weeks, basically, have videos coming out and people could get used to the channel straight away really quickly. Yeah. Um, but then I think that also gave people the assumption that we were going to really just be doing travel videos, um, which we we completely want to do, like keep doing in the future. Um, we don't want to be just dedicated to travel videos. Um, but because we had so many at the start, then I think it gave people that impression that we were going to go traveling all the time. Um, so this was in late 2019. Um, so we were kind of bringing these videos out around October, November. Mm -hmm. And then the following, I think, um, two or three months, we were trying to make content whilst at university. So it's a completely different type of content that we then brought after. Mm -hmm. um, so that one, that was the first shock to, to basically the people who subscribed to us from the start. They thought they're getting traveling and now we're at university. We can't make big videos. So it was a bit confusing at that stage. And then obviously we have COVID came in in March and then we then didn't live at, at university anymore. We lived in different parts of the country and it was kind of just everything halted. Um, so we had, I feel like our YouTube channel has kind of worked in two parts so far. It's been that pre-COVID part, which was good because we figured out, you know, how is this going to operate? And now we've had the post, well, we're coming out of COVID kind of part, um, where we've now moved away from university. We're in Manchester, we're in a new city, we live together. And we're now looking to just continue this, you know, all the way through and not have such a big gap or like a big uh, separation. Um, but yeah, with travel, we've got, we've got loads of travel videos on our channel. Um, that's part of living outside the box. We think like, you know, experience the new cultures, experience the new places. Even if you're not into travel, we, we, wouldn't we wouldn't like to travel for years without uh, staying in one place. So I don't think that's the type of people we are. Mm -hmm. But traveling is like a really important of, it should be an important piece of everyone's life, no matter if you travel, you know, five hours down the road or you travel, you know, like all the way across the, the globe. Like it, it's the same. You're just experiencing new things um, and living outside the box. So yeah, we're 100% going to be doing um, more traveling videos in the future. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, travel is a massive part of One Globe 360 and, you know, the podcast and everything. So it's so great to hear that travel is a big part of everything you're doing as well. Um, and mm. if you had to pick, 
your favourite part of travelling, what would it be? Is it the people, culture, food? If you could just pick one thing, what would it be? I could pick one thing about travel. I do. I I, I would be lying if I didn't say I love new food. Yeah, um, <laughs> me too. For, for me, I think um, it's so it's so easy to in, enjoy your surroundings when you're traveling because everything's so new um which is also a thing like um we're trying to you know appreciate with where we're at, where we live you know when we're not traveling how can we enjoy what's around us we get so used to we get so used to our surroundings that we don't enjoy them as much and maybe we think of traveling as more you know we're more fond of the memories from travels but is that because what we're experiencing is just so new um but I'd hundred percent say like just meeting new people and like surroundings, new new environments. Um, food would come after that if it, if it, all the food was the same, it, it wouldn't bother me. But yeah, it's just the new experience, really. Different yeah. Cultures. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. When I travel, I try and embrace it all as much as possible. Embrace the differences between like I guess the UK and then wherever I'm traveling. Um, that's the best part, yeah. I guess. Just really embracing it and sort of learning as much of you know about the country as possible and talking to the local people you know in, in my experience of traveling if you actually speak to the local people and uh, you know engaging conversations you get the best sort of you know experiences and the best top tips or the hidden gems or whatever it may be um so yeah, fant- yeah. fantastic and in terms of you know a standout memory from your previous travels is there anything that stands out for, for you and dom that you've done that trip you did the 10 countries in 10 days do you have a standout memory from that from that trip, um, I would say one of the stand. I mean, it was it was all amazing. It was ten ten days nonstop, just cr- craziness, basically. Um, but one of the standout experiences, we did some couch surfing when we were in Paris. Um, so one of the nights we stayed with a girl in Paris called Clémence. So she just had two, you know, random boys, you know, who we we missed her on couch surfing. Said we were going to make a video, like. Um, could we stay, you know, if, if anyone doesn't know what couch surfing is, it was basically, I think it may have stopped now. I'm not too sure. Um, it's basically like a community where you go online and someone hosts you and in return, you kind of, you know, take them out for dinner. It's, it's not free accommodation, but it's like staying in someone's house, uh, for free basically. Um, so yeah, she, she, um, hosted us in Paris for, for one day and, um, let us stay one night as well. And we gave her, we, the idea of the video, this was one of the separate videos that we filmed uh, when we were on this trip. So the whole idea was normally we pay, you know, we pay a hundred euros, we'd go to a hotel or go to going out for dinner or, or something like this. So instead we were repurposing that hundred euros to give to her, to give us the most like Parisian, the most local experience that we could possibly get. And we did like some amazing things. It, like we did normal things as well. Like she just took us to like her favorite restaurant. Um, we had like savory pancakes that she loves. Um, we went to, you know, her favorite art museum, things like this. We went to her, her, her friend's house. We had some beers and, and it was just like an experience that we would never ever have had had we not met someone who was who was from that country or from from that city and it was like it, it, it was topped off the perfect moment at the end of this whole day um we went we went to her mate's house and we he was he lived on like the top floor like the sixth floor or something and he just pulls this ladder out and we go down the corridor and we get up through the hatch 
um, in the top of the building and we're just sat on top of this Parisian building with all with these local beers, just these two and then us two and the like the Eiffel Tower is just in the on the horizon, just twinkling. It was it was a, a great experience and just like something that we'd never get elsewhere, like otherwise, you know. Yeah. Amazing. So, and you got the opportunity because you really took yourself well, you lived outside your box. You 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 know, couch surfing is, you know, it's somewhat, you know, it's well, it's a new sort of concept when I um I watch a lot of Simon Wilson. I don't know if you've watched Simon Wilson. Yeah. And um, when he yeah. did uh, his New York to LA with no money, he used couch surfing all the time. And when I watched the videos, it was a relatively new concept sort of app, you know, I think it's an app, isn't it? Um and um I think that really ep- epitomizes, you know, taking yourself outside of your comfort zone, you know, staying with someone you don't know and, you know, making the most of the opportunities and like you did in, in Paris, you got to do all those activities and meet her friends and everything. So that really shows, you know, what your message is, which is, you know, living outside your box and, and you know, taking yourself outside of your comfort zone, which is, you know, which is fantastic. Um, we'll move back on to, to YouTube now, just because I could talk about travel all day. So I'll, I'll stop yeah. myself there. Um, but I just wondered, you know, what advice you would give to someone who's just starting out on YouTube with zero subscribers? If you're just going out on YouTube, I would, first of all, the boring stuff, find out how to edit find out how to film. Don't make it complicated. Just find out the best way that you can do it, the easiest way that you can do it. Um, and then I'd I'd just probably plan a little bit more than just going straight into it. You know, try and come up with one theme to your channel. I think what we still struggle with now is growing a personality channel, which are where we're a personality channel. We don't have, say, uh, an interest in gaming or, or, or something like this. It's not so obvious as that. Um, it's extremely hard to grow, to grow a personality channel. Whereas if you maybe start off with something that you can niche down with, uh, whether that be gaming, whether it can be traveling, uh, cooking, anything that you can be extremely obvious what the channel was about from a, from a, a glance, um, that will be the, the best decision that you'll make. Um, it doesn't mean that you'll be um, you're tied down to that. It's just when you're starting off, it's it's very difficult to to grow like a personality channel. So that would probably be my one bit of advice um, for someone that's trying try to start off on YouTube. Yeah, it's really interesting because I've asked everyone this question on who you know who's coming on the the Creator Now X One Globe Three Sixty Travel Podcast series and. Uh, it's really interesting to see what everyone says because obviously the advice is so different, but everyone's got that common aim, haven't they, of sort of growing on YouTube. And, um, you know, what I think is so fantastic about the creator in our community is everyone's so supportive of one another. You know, if anyone's got a question yeah. or needs some advice or like I was saying earlier about thumbnails or editing or, or whatever, it may, whatever it may be, there's someone who replies really within probably about half an hour. It's like an instant... Um, instant you know support or sort of advice um which is absolutely fantastic so yeah that's great advice for you know for people starting out you know right at the start with with zero subscribers and i know i sort of at times struggle to sort of find my niche am i travel or am i sort of challenge videos or am i sort of this and that and i think it is so important i can completely agree with what you said about finding that niche early and then sort of running with it and seeing where it goes but having that at the start is is really really important and, and what do you think then generally you have to do to be successful on YouTube? And that's a very open question, but is it luck? Is it being really consistent? Is it being creative? Is it collaborating? What do you think it is? Um, to be successful on YouTube, well, I think it's firstly important to say that 
in the the grand scheme of things, most people would look at our channel and say we haven't had any success yet. Like we we're only on just under four thousand subscribers. To me, I don't feel like I feel like we just got started. Um, and yeah, success can be two things. You know, if you're chasing success in like what everyone else thinks of you, do you think your channel is big enough? Do you think uh, your videos are big enough? Then I think you'll always be chasing that. Um, we, I remember the, the time when I was constantly checking to when we, we passed 1K subscribers. And now it's changed. Like, when are we going to pass the next milestone? To me, it, it, that will always change. And if, if, uh, if we keep chasing like a milestone or numbers, uh, then I feel like we're never going to feel like we've become a success on YouTube. And really, in the grand scheme of things, a subscriber count has absolutely no relevance on YouTube. Um, in 2021, maybe five years ago it mattered, but now it doesn't. So I think if you wanted to be successful on YouTube, you have to really think about what that means for you. Like how how do you define your success? Is is your success having random people across the world interact with you about a, a subject you both love? That's that's success straight away. If you can have someone in a completely different country constantly watch your videos and uh, discuss in the comments, follow you on Instagram, you know, be interested in that same subject, that's, that's, that's success. Um, whether your success is, are you, are you here to, you know, make people's days better? Are you here to just entertain? Like that, that can be your de definition for success as well. Maybe your definition for success could be, you know, just to upload every week, you know? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter how many people watch. It doesn't matter how many people um, subscribe as long as you're progressing. If you can see yourself, you know, getting better, your skills are advancing, you know, that can be success too. Um, so I think your, your definition of success has to be defined to, to what you're aiming for and don't let other people tell you whether, uh, what's successful and what's not. Yeah, that's a really interesting perspective. No one's answered it in that way before in terms of actually bringing it back to not even is it luck or consistency or creativity, actually bring it back to what is success, what is success. And actually for each person that's individual, it could be someone could want to make loads of money on YouTube and that could be their idea of success or it could be subscribers. Or like you said, it could be just having a community of people that come back every week and watch your videos and leave a nice comment and hopefully it's it's made their day or it's been entertaining um so I really like that perspective yeah. on actually what is success uh, and in terms of I guess we'll move on now to the world of like content creators because I guess that is just a big thing nowadays you know content creators you've got TikTok not just YouTube but TikTok and all the social media how do you think the world of content creators will evolve in the future? What do you think will stay the same? What do you think will change? And I've just got a few things here that I thought we could discuss NFTs Pokemon cards and then like the, the YouTube and TikTok boxing events. I just wondered what your opinions are of those. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's all a, a massive subject. It's, uh, we could speak, we could speak about it for hours. Um, one thing that we've obviously seen in the past is people are moving more towards single creators than big, um, like companies or corporations that are creating. Um, but, but who knows, history repeats itself. One day, you know, people could be sick and tired of YouTube and we go back to television. And I wouldn't be surprised if, even if it's not television, if it moves in a, you know, a different way and goes back to companies again. Um, for, the, for a creator, there's more people wanting to create now. 
uh, there's more where everyone knows this. There's more where, there's more ways to create. Um, there's more people wanting to create. It's easier to create things. You've got your phone. You know, anyone can edit now. There's tutorials on YouTube. It's it's so accessible that more people are going to create. Um, I just wonder whether we're going to move in a direction that's more towards you know um, entertainment or value. Mm-hmm. Um, with TikTok, I'd say it's definitely moving towards entertainment. Like who can just make the funniest or like the most viral video. Um, but one part that made me fall in love with YouTube was the value you get from it as well. You know, I'd, at the age of like 15, I'd be watching someone, you know, travel to India and I'd be learning all these new things that I would absolutely never, ever like hear unless I was much older or I was traveling there myself, you know. And I, I think as long as we keep the value in, you know, the creator community, then then I think it, it will have a good future. Um, as far as stuff like NFTs and all these technologies, like these, these things come and go. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to speak on NFTs with like any experience. I think it's exciting that things like that can just out of the blue, just suddenly be a thing. Um, so one day everyone would have thought that would be impossible. And then next week, everyone's making an NFT, you know, I think that's in- incredible. And I, I guess it just shows that everything moves so fast. So. So as a creator, you just need to be ready, you know, on your toes. And that's the same with social media as well. You know, when TikTok popped up, I guess we um, we all regret it now that we didn't jump on straight away. Um, so if you're going to be online, you're going to be on social media, you're going to be on YouTube creating. You have to be up to date with with what's going on in the world. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a broad subject, but I love I love everything to do with, you know, online creators. Um, there's really good Colin Samir, you probably you've probably yeah. heard of them. Um, I don't know if any of your listeners have heard of them, but if you want to just get an understanding of you know how the whole industry is kind of moving, then they're just great to listen to. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic, and I actually listened to one of their well, they have a they have a podcast, but I listened to the YouTube version of their um their conversation about NFTs, and they were talking to experts and other creators, and they themselves were trying to figure out what nfts were and now they've just recently released their own nft uh, so it's really cool that yeah. they, they're educating themselves they're not just educating the viewers but they're always educating themselves about you know content creators and the how it's evolving and all the changes that are taking place so i think it's something to keep, yeah. uh, keep an eye on isn't it sort of nfts and all the pokemon stuff and you know logan people like logan paul his influence on that and the youtube and tiktok boxing it's it, there's all so much going on you know the fact logan paul's even fighting floyd mayweather you know soon is just crazy in itself it just shows the opportunities that have come about for someone like logan paul you know arguably one of you know youtube's sort of biggest creators i know he's had his sort of controversial past but there's no denying he's taken you know really taken the opportunities given to him and i guess that shows yeah. what what YouTube can bring nowadays in terms of other opportunities um, and mm-hmm. things like professional boxing, which is just crazy in itself. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll finish on, on, on sort of content creators for, for that bit. Cause I, like you said, we've talked about it for hours again. And I just wanted to, to finish up by talking a little bit about mental health. So really important on my podcast um, that I talk about mental health and sort of um, encouraging, you know, open and honest conversations and just raising awareness. So I just wondered, you know, how important to you is raising awareness about mental health? Yeah, I think it's becoming more important to kind of discuss like um, these things openly, obviously. Um, I don't feel like we are honestly 
always in the best position to talk about it unless we we feel the need that we feel the need to or say we had uh, an experience that we'd need to share but we we try and encourage the most like transparent the most honest um depiction of ourselves you know in our videos we think that's really important you know we're not trying to be we're not trying to show off um like what we have or like the opportunities we have we 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 just want to really like include people in our videos and show like i um kind of what we we want to show like a good side of social media an in- inclusive side you know one that isn't bragging it's more of a community um and i think that's really important um with with like things like instagram it can be difficult at times it, it's like a one way dialogue even with youtube it's a one way dialogue um but 100% we want to be like as transparent in our videos um be as honest with people you know if if we're not if we're not like feeling right to upload one week that should be something that we share with with our subscribers and that's something we're work, working towards not just being this you know youtube channel that churns out a video a week and has no personality or you know to it in the in the background so that that's something we're working towards yeah and in terms of you know as creators and i guess we'll talk specifically about sort of youtube and youtubers what do you think we can all do to help raise awareness and sort of start to have these open and honest conversations do you think you know influencers and youtubers have some sort of like responsibility to talk about mental health or do you think just raising awareness on social media what do you think we can we can all do to to sort of promote sort of the awareness for it i think it's the responsibility of everyone to to have awareness for mental health but i don't think that, you know that everyone's in the position to you know to talk about it or to you know um you know kind of cuz you can be uh, almost the teacher to your subscribers and if you don't feel like you you know you have the experience uh, to talk about it then it's not your it's not your place um but i 100% think that that awareness sh- should be there um i i think it's just a matter of you know being on social media we should be as transparent and as you know natural and real as we possibly can be and that is one of the most important things that we can do as creators. Yeah, I I 100% agree and I think a lot of influencers and YouTubers are becoming more and more transparent and more sort of honest if, you know, they can't like you said if they can't upload or if they can't do this or something's happened. I feel like, you know, especially on social media people are becoming a lot more transparent, which, you know, like you said is is fantastic and I think we all have a responsibility to sort of show more of our, you know, normal and real lives on social media. Sometimes yeah. I definitely get caught up in comparing myself to others on social media and thinking, oh, they've got this or that and oh, they're living the perfect life. When actually we all share the highlights of our of our day, of our lives on social media. And actually that's not reality for all 24 hours of the day or yeah. all seven days a week, whatever it may be. So I really like what you said there about just being transparent and just being really real and honest. Um, I think that's what we can all do. Yeah, hundred percent. We that's one thing we're trying to move towards. You know, we our motto is live outside the box, but we don't want that to be the motto of our lives. Yes, we are the it is a one-way dialogue YouTube unfortunately. That's just the nature of social media. But we don't want it just to be watch us live outside our box. We want to get this community going and moving together to all live outside our box. And it doesn't need to be like stupid and crazy things like uh, you know trying the worst smelling fish or delivering the 
world's smallest food on delivery. That's it. It's all just for fun at the end of the day. But we want to encourage more people on the other side of the screen, you know, to really try and live outside of like what they think they're, you know, it can be where they live, you know, but it can also be what they think they're capable of. The box can be anything. Um, so we're, we're trying to encourage, you know, just to, you know, like not push yourself, but just um, kind of live life to, to what you, what you want it to be basically. Yeah. So we're, we're really trying to move into trying to gain the community going. I think that's a really important, um, a really important factor. Fantastic. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on today's podcast. Just one last thing, you know, where can we find you on social media and YouTube? You can find us on YouTube at 2-1, it's spelled 2, T-W-O, and then just the number one. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at 2-1-YouTube. And uh, yeah, send us a message, uh, put a comment in, uh, give us a video suggestion, whatever we get back to everyone. So, um, and welcome to the channel if you're thinking about subscribing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for your time. It's been just amazing to yeah get your insight into all things creator now youtube travel and then of course mental health as well so yeah just a massive thank you for your time and i wish you the best of luck with with your with your channel with dom and um, i will continue watching I've, I've watched lots of your your recent videos um i love your content so super looking forward to you know seeing where where your channel goes but yeah just a massive thank you for your time thank you yeah it's been a pleasure